Hey guys, welcome to the CP Junkie podcast, where we bring you interviews with dentists sharing their CPD stories and journeys from around Australia. What better way to learn than to follow those who've already done it before? CPD Junkie is Australia's most comprehensive CPD, so head over to cpdjunkie.com.au and become a member for free to access the full features of the site. In this week's episode, I am joined by my co-founder, Dr. David Kier, and host of Dental Head Start. In this episode, we'll talk a little bit about what CPD Junkie is and our plans for this live podcast on the weekly episodes. And also, we'll dive into David's story, some of the best CPD decisions he's made, some of the mistakes along the way, and get his story on what his perfect clinical day will be like. David, how's it going? Yeah, good. How are you? Thanks. Welcome to the weekly CPD Junkie podcast. I'm excited to have you on. We'll talk a little bit about CPD Junkie and then talk a little bit about your sort of day-to-day dentistry as well. Yeah, that sounds really good. I'm excited to get this out there. Obviously, it's a bit of a brainchild of ours, but doing it live is something different for both of us. So um, it's exciting. Hopefully, yeah, a lot comes from this. Yeah, definitely uh, nerve-wracking setting it up. Hopefully, hopefully it's podcasting yeah. and we'll go from there. Of course. Um, so I guess I guess what we wanted to start off with a little bit was just talk about what CPD Junkie is for a quick second, and then we'll jump into the actual meat of the interview for today. Uh, we started this about a year and a half ago with aims of becoming like the most comprehensive CPD directory. So dentists can come find any courses that they're looking for. And obviously things have grown and evolved along the way. And we've added a lot of features for our members, such as the Junkie deals, um, the CPD alerts. So if you want to tell uh, the listeners a little bit about that, and then we'll kind of get into it. Yeah, for sure. I guess CPD Junkie um, was something that we kind of found a frustration. I remember I was talking with someone and they said, oh, is there a place where you can find CPD all in one place? And I thought, no, there's not actually. And that, that's a big hole Like, because it's really hard to compare different things in CPD if you don't know what's out there. If you don't know like different sites or it's on Facebook or it's on Instagram. Um, and I know personally, I was just exposed to whatever channels I was in. So, you know, obviously, Obed and I, we like to build things. Dr. Jesse Green does as well. And yeah. we, we thought, let's, let's create this place where you can find everything in one, one place. Um, obviously, it's evolving. It's continuing to evolve. But at the moment, the most comprehensive place for CPD in Australia and New Zealand, you can get alerts if you're interested in certain topics, like you want to learn about communication or orthodontics or, or implants, whatever it is, you can sign up for alerts on those topics. Um, you can get deals. Of course, some of our, our partners, they give deals to our audience. Um, and you can obviously search it by like location and keyword and all that stuff. So all the stuff you'd expect. Um, obviously, we're on you know a path to try and make or connect people with the industry. So the CPD, but also those people who love CPD also want to get a job. So, um, you know, we just recently launched the Job Hub as well. Just another place where you can find ads for jobs if you're a graduate, if you're an experienced dentist, um, you know, a place to connect, I guess. Tell them about that. Yeah. So obviously the whole point from starting this was to make this as easy and compatible for a dentist to find everything. So we start off with the jobs. We've got, you know, about 400 plus jobs on there now. We've grown our user base to several thousand dentists. A lot of your colleagues listening will probably be already members on the CPD Junkie. And so these features that David mentioned in terms of the alerts are really useful things for you guys because we kind of deliver courses to you that you're interested in um, and are looking for. So uh, it makes it really easy to find and access these courses. With the Job Hub as well, this was a new thing that we've just added actually probably about a month and a half ago. And we really want to make 
it easy for dentists to find jobs, especially the new grads listening. Um, so we've made features where you can actually upload your CV for prospective employees, uh, employers to be able to find your CVs as well. So um, we're hoping all of this kind of ties in together, makes the community, uh, makes it much easier for dentists to access courses, find jobs. Um, Cause really our whole point of doing this is to really help our colleagues and just, uh, you know, remove as many barriers for them to accelerate their careers as possible. I think you said 400 um, jobs. We, we don't have 400 jobs yet. We've got 400 courses. courses um, yeah. We're hoping it's, if you've got a job that you need someone to find someone, add it to CBD Junkie to help us get to 400. Yeah. But- <laughs> Keep checking because we're adding more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. So let's talk about this weekly uh, podcast series. So we'll be running these every Tuesday, 8 p.m. And the hope is to bring on a lot of dentists uh, with a little bit more experience or maybe a few years out to ask them about their CPD journey, ask them about some of the great courses that they've taken that they've found to be a positive ROI in their career. Uh, Maybe some courses that didn't quite pan out and sort of figure out why. And really the hope is to help you guys plan out and strategize your CPD journey a little bit to figure out which courses the successful dentists are taking and how they're implementing it. And also what mistakes they made early on to avoid, you know, those costly errors of signing up for a huge course and then not being able to implement that into your day-to-day practice. So I think that will be sort of the goal of this podcast to start with. We'll get a lot of great dentists on some industry uh, leaders as well, try and make it a little bit clinical. So help keep everyone kind of stay up to date with the latest and, and greatest available. Yeah, it's interesting where obviously all three of us, you know, Omid, myself and Dr. Jesse Green, we're all content producers and we thought, Wait a second, we all do our own individual podcasts (laughs) and then we don't have some content coming out with CPD Junkie and there's a whole space there. It's like, you know, how did that person get to that place? And obviously a lot of our interviews on our own podcasts do that in a different way. We want to talk just about the CPD um, that they've done that's been great and learn a lot about that. We want to get some clinical tips on a different type of podcast um, or the different segment on the same podcast. And then also... um, we would like to be able to highlight some of the great courses out there as well. So there's going to be a bit of different content, um, but definitely those interviews and getting their perspective is something that, you know, I'm really excited to find out about actually. Yeah, for sure. So we've been, you know, for those who've been following us for a while, we've been putting out monthly newsletters. Um, so we figured this would be a nice addition to sort of what we've done in the past and highlighting different industry leaders and uh, course providers and educators but being having this, you know, video audio content for me, myself, I'm not much of a reader. So we figured we're missing out on a big part of dentists, um, but providing this type of content where it's audio and video so they can uh, tune in and listen to it on their drives or uh, have to have a bit of a break. So I'm trying, I'm trying to, you know, fulfill the need for people like myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> audio is definitely my first place, but <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, David. So, you know, I wanted to ask you about your sort of CPD journey a little bit, um, but how I want to frame it is sort of where you are currently. Um, I know you've been sort of, we graduated a similar time, so you've been working for about four or five years now. What is your perfect clinical day currently? <laughs> um, that's funny the way you put that. Um, my perfect clinical day has fewer patients and more procedures. It's mm-hmm. definitely a day where um, I'm doing something complex in the late morning and hopefully a long slightly longer appointment or long appointment before that as well. So maybe a a couple, like a new patient and then uh, maybe a couple of recalls, long restorative and then crown and bridge and then lunch, kind of later lunch. (laughs) And then a couple, you know, long, no, new patient, long appointment and then a couple of recalls. So not too many patients. You know, I know there's people who do like 16 to 20 patients a day. That is not me. I'm not the fastest dentist out there. I really like to, you know, get to know my patients, but also when we're doing work, Preferably we're doing quadrants or, or more. 
Um, and yeah, that's kind of where I'm at now for sure. That's what yeah. I like. So that's, and that's a great way of doing it. So tell me a little bit about what has been the most impactful sort of courses that you've done CPD that you've done, uh, to make this current sort of perfect day possible for you. So the most impactful CPD is definitely it, like it's gone through stages for sure. Like right now, it, you know, it's easy to say the most impactful right now is I'm learning some orthodontics. Yeah. I'm learning alignment, which helps then with restorative. It helps with, um, you know, aesthetic dentistry and all those things. But the like early on, definitely impactful stuff was anything to do with communication. Anyone who's listened to my podcast know I talk a lot about that. Yeah. I really believe in that, in that you need to communicate this stuff to your patients. It's actually what you owe them is for them to be able to understand and make their decisions. And if you're not communicating it well, then they may make the wrong decision for the wrong reason. Um, so early on communication, um, I then, yeah, I've done different things along the lines, but now, yeah, orthodontics is um, kind of the new exciting frontier yeah. at this stage in my career. Perfect. And so you do, you do a lot of pros work as well. Did you, is that something that you learned mostly on the job or you did some more courses on that kind of like CEREC and things as well? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess the, the way to say it is actually as you, as you graduate, if you're a student listening, you may graduate into and, you know, work in practice with um, a scanner or, or CEREC or, or, you know, CAD CAM. Um, CBCT, whatever. You, you obviously need to do courses to get yourself up to speed on that stuff really, really yeah. early. Um, I was really interested in stu that stuff like from day one, actually well before when I was an assistant before even dental school, I loved mm -hmm. the CAD CAM side. Yeah. So that was a goal of the job I chose and then it was an early goal. So um, I guess you could say communication was a goal. So was basic restorative and I, I put single unit crown and bridge or single unit crowns and, you know, simple bridges in that same basket. Yeah. So when, when you say I do a lot of crown and bridges, it's kind of bread and butter though. Um, like yeah. I don't do a ton of, you know, full arch stuff. I really enjoy or like the concepts. I think there's still a lot of learning. It's like ortho. The more you learn, the more you realize you don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's definitely, um, yeah, stuff I like. Okay, perfect. So let's uh, fast forward to maybe like five years from now. Uh, what do you envision your perfect clinical day looking like? If you haven't already retired, uh, <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> what would your perfect clinical day look like in about five years time? I definitely, <laughs> if I haven't retired, um, sometimes I dream of that, but I think yeah. if I won the lottery, I'd still do two or three days a week. Just, yeah. I think, I think. Um, and actually you're asking about the future. That's really important to realize. I'm mm. very much early in my career, I look forward to asking the people who have already done the whole thing. But yeah. five years for me, um, it, it's it's a similar concept of more like complex, more full mouth kind of or, or um, the more rehabilitation stuff is what I really am interested in. Um, I, I don't like the really fast patient to patient to patient. Um, it's more the complex and bigger procedures that I enjoy. So the perfect day would yeah, be more around, like obviously you have to look after your patient base and I'm definitely going to be a general dentist. So yep. it's going to be, um, you know, a few recalls, obviously a new patient in the morning, perhaps a new patient after lunch, um, long procedure mid morning. And then, you know, moderate procedure in the afternoon, that kind of concept, yeah. um, but aiming more with nothing less than kind of quadrants, if you know what I mean. Yeah, perfect. That's, that sounds pretty good. And so what CPD do you think you'll need to do sort of in the next five years um, to get to that point where you're, you're, you're set up your perfect uh, sort of day? It's funny. It makes you like thinking about that question makes you think, oh, it's like a dream almost because yeah. <laughs> there's so much. And like, because yeah. what I just said was kind of covers everything. Yeah. I don't ever want to do 
the complex ortho. I don't ever want to do the complex implants. I don't ever want to do the, you know, super challenging pros. I, I want to do what's within my scope, but I want to broaden that slowly in most areas. Yeah. Um, so for me to get there, I need to have a solid basis on orthodontics so I can put teeth in the right place to be able to do pros if that's what I choose. Um, and to do more minimal work, I guess. I need yeah. to then take a step, which I, I did in the past, take a step to doing some implants. But COVID kind of really made that a challenge. I did it with yeah. ARIA, um, dental education, based out of Melbourne. I'm not in Melbourne. Um, shutdowns and things. We did a lot of the content yeah. on Zoom. It was really great, very accommodating. But then we couldn't do the placement in Melbourne. Um, so having not placed, I kind of fell back a little bit from that path for mm. now. But I need to obviously get my hands around single unit kind of implant basics um, and slowly build in that space and then something i also am very interested in is definitely the erosion non-carious tooth loss erosion yeah. wear and the impacts on the full mouth and then the concepts around options for those patients not necessarily like full mouth rehabs that's like you know it's more about like helping them not end up in a situation where they're in dentures basically yeah yeah. That's pretty cool. And I think that, I think that's like a nice thing to aim for is, you know, like with more things, like once you learn dentistry in terms of even uh, diagnosing and treatment planning, it starts off a single tooth. And then as you broaden your sort of scope and your understanding of like the etiology of certain diseases, and then actually how to manage it. Um, like it all starts with the diagnosis, like you said. So once Absolutely. you learn the full mouth stuff from the background in ortho, from the background in pros, um, then you can start to implement these things and, and build up to like those full mouth cases, hopefully. Yeah. And not to rush. I think it's easy when you're early on. I think I, you know, I think everyone's guilty of that. You probably take too many steps forward early and then you yeah. actually take some steps back and realize, you know, no, maybe slow down. Um, that's a lot better way to do it. You touched on this one a little bit earlier. Um, so I, I'm guessing your answer, what CPD have you done that's had the biggest impact so far? If you can point to one discipline or a specific course, even if you like. It's hard. Yeah. Everyone says communication. It's hard to go yeah. past it. Like, yeah, yeah, it is hard to go past that. I think um, actually something that had a really big impact was um, a course with um, Dr. Michael Mandikos. It was interesting because it was on it was nothing to do with the name of the course that i learned but i learned a lot about wear and erosion the advice for the patients and it was actually just like relatively simple stuff if you think about it but it's actually really important to my day-to-day -day dentistry and yeah i re repeat and use those um the frameworks and the the basis of that a lot so and the the course was some it was something along the lines of like filling on layer crown kind of thing yeah um, so it was really general and basic restorative and i was picking up really important things from that so um yeah but communication obviously <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's, it's a good point because like oftentimes you you go to a course and it you know maybe like an implant course or ortho course but it's some of the like stuff that you just pick up on like a, a phrasing of how to like how they mention something or um how they diagnose or with their like their thought process that they go through to arrive at that treatment um that's often like equally as valuable as like the actual clinical thing that you've gone to learn so i think that's a great tip that you mentioned that in terms of because a lot of people will be like oh i've already i already do composites or i do implants there's yeah. no point doing a course but every course you go to you'll pick up like one or two of these little sort of tidbits that actually stick with you and have an impact on uh in how you practice when you kind of get out of it yeah um, and you've, you've got to remember that you're you're not like you are going to know a lot of what they talk about but yeah. if you pick up a couple of key things like that's what the value is in and i think yeah. some people go into it expecting well i guess when you're a graduate you're paying thousands of dollars and you think you're going to get you're going to become you know the pros at the end but you're, yeah. you're not you're just going to pick up a few different things it's mm -hmm. just yeah you you've got to just accept those little things that are actually that's what makes you better each time incrementally yeah. I think something else I want to mention, and I'm sure, sure you'll agree. Um, I've listened to tons of podcasts and then I now run a podcast for the last two years. Um, 
I think also like it's hard to go past the the little tips and bits you get from people in just talking. So maybe you're listening to podcasts and interviews, but also just communicating with both your friends and then your your mentors. Those little bits and pieces are often more pivotal than sometimes the big courses you do. Yeah, that's a great point as well. Definitely important. I think um, a good friendship group of like dentists that are sort of equally driven as yourself um, mm. will make a big impact on your career as well, uh, versus like someone who, who might not be uh, you know as driven to like proceed or or advance their clinical skills. So it's really nice to surround yourself with people like that. You paint a nice picture of me being very driven. It's just as much of a challenge as anyone else, but yeah, I've just got a few more distractions. <laughs> so what, like, uh, just to flip this a little bit, what, uh, just so other people can avoid some mistakes, has there been a CPD that you were like really excited about or you signed up for because you heard some other friends were doing it type thing and then you didn't really implement it into your practice and it ended up being a bit of a waste of time and money. Um, has there, have you had any experiences with that? I think... Whatever CPD you're choosing to do, you've got to make sure that you have a patient base that already needs that work. I've heard that said by other people. Obviously, it's yeah. not my idea, um, but it's really true. <laughs> um, one of the like the classics is, and I, I definitely don't regret, it was actually a fantastic course. Learn a lot about photography, learn the important parts about veneers, mm-hmm. which I feel like I wasn't capable and confident in, and it's allowed me to do some veneer cases. But I definitely, like that's not my bread and butter with mm-hmm. what I do as in my patient base is like my average age is probably 70 um, or, or about that. So it's, it's not a big part of my practice. Um, but it was at that time in my career, it was a big part of my budget yeah. for CPD. So that's something I think about, but you get something from every course though, really. Yeah, that's true. I think the biggest mistake you can make with CPD is going to a course and thinking that you're going to learn it by osmosis and that <laughs> you don't actually have to like write study notes, it study it. it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And go through it after and make sure you get what you need from it. Ask questions if you didn't get it answered. Like mm-hmm. you get what you put in, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I learned that the hard way too. That's a, that's a really good point because, yeah, you go to a course and be like, okay, now I'm going to come back and be ready just to go. But uh, yeah. really it's just like an introduction to like what you don't know. So then you can like do your own deep dive and like add on to it a little bit. Um, or just go to the really cheap courses with your mates and it's really just a drinking weekend. Yeah. But <laughs> so yeah, that was me like uh, with the Invis line. <laughs> I went to Sydney with like three buddies and like haven't done a case since, but that's right. <laughs> it's hard to do that in neural surgery. I guess. Yeah, we've I found other areas of interest. So that's, that's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's I think that's as important as well. Like treat your CPD hours um, with mm. respect almost. Like don't just like sign up for random courses. Uh, you're putting your time, you're putting money, you're putting like days off work. Uh, so that tip that have yeah. patients lined up ahead of time is like a, probably the, the most surefire way of like implementing it as soon as you do the course. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. We want to keep these short, short and sweet. Um, people can find you at Dental Head Start. I'm sure most people have already heard of that podcast. A lot of great, uh, really useful content on there. So be sure to check it out. Um, you know, big wealth of like previous episodes as well. So make sure you head back and listen to some of the older episodes. Um, there's been some really sort of good guests. You can get Omid <laughs> on there as well. Yeah, yeah I'm not going to name names, but yeah. yeah. There's, there's much bigger names on there, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited for this project weekly. So make sure you guys join us every Tuesday, 8 p.m. We'll have uh, different dentists, similar conversations and exploring these different topics with different people. Awesome. Thanks for having me, Ahmed. Take care.